0: Episode 10 of Keeping It A Hundo is an international episode. It's also a woman's episode, and it's also the first episode I've had more than one guest. Today's guests are Jane Caldwell and Quincy Hewitt of the Chicago Bliss. They play football in the LFL. That's the Legends Football League, formerly known as the Lingerie Football League. Jane is originally from Australia, and Quincy is from New Zealand. They're here to discuss their path from Australia to the States to play football. Jane's the quarterback, and fans love her mobility and the smell of her game-worn socks. Quincy plays offensive line. The LFL is 7-on-7, so she's one of three women that protect Jane. She's a tight end. And if the price is right, she'll mail you a pair of her game-worn panties. I'll be honest, I was a little skeptical when I first heard about this league years ago until I saw a game on TV, and now I've seen a bunch of them in person. These women can play. They're fast, they're strong, and they're beautiful. They're also my girlfriend's teammates, so I've gotten to know them over the past couple years. So enjoy the conversation with my mates, Quincy and Jane. a game coming up next weekend. You play LA. LA hasn't been here in a couple years.
1: Yeah that's correct. Um, Chicago used to be in the Western Conference but ever since they've been in the Eastern Conference I don't think they've played each other that much. But yeah our game is on Saturday April 14th at 7pm at the Sears Center. Yeah so come and check it out. We're going to smack LA.
0: Tickets are cheap too so come on out.
1: LFL Talk. So they're like this podcast that you know interview girls. So whoever's playing that week, they'll interview one girl from one team and one girl from the other team. Um, And so at the end, they're like, so it's an interview. And then at the end, they're like, they do a quiz to see how – like, this one was on It
2: was it usually was LFL history, history They did NFL history And time. I was like wow. So I got oh, eight you out don't out know 10. anything about the NFL Yeah I got 8 out of 10 On and the wrote, NFL? Yeah Yeah but and we had nice. a little bit of help from our So I had the live thing on Okay so yeah. one of her questions What was that Was one? who was the Buffalo Bills kicker That missed the field goal
1: in Super Bowl 25 yeah, I know and that someone one. And someone
2: wrote <laughs> Ray Finkel And I was like Ray Finkel <laughs> And
1: that's the guy from East Ventura uh, East Ventura
0: <laughs> Laces up
2: Taken. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was dying. Yeah, and then they finally
1: gave us the in, the answer. It was Scott Norwood, or mm-hmm. is it Scott? Mm-hmm. Or something? Scott Norwood. Yeah, Scott Norwood. Yeah, but it was too late. So.
0: wide right against the Giants.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't do too well. You did pretty well. You knew the first one, which was who won Super Bowl? Who won last the Super Bowl?
0: <laughs> Welcome to Keeping It A Hundo. I'm here today with Quincy Hewitt and Jane Caldwell of the Chicago Bliss. They hey. How hey, you do- guys. <laughs> you you might not be able to tell both of them apart unless you're you're very good at deciphering Aussie accents from New Zealand accents. Quincy's <laughs> from New Zealand, and Jane is from Australia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where exactly are you from in New Zealand,
2: Quincy? I'm from a very small country town called Kaitaia, which is at the top of the North Island. Yeah. But I think that my accent, I lived in Australia for 10 years, and then I've been on and off in the states this is my third year so i think my accent is very
1: yeah like actually you know what's funny when she talks to her family back home i can hear your new zealand accent come out a lot
2: more when you're talking to your family that's common <laughs> in the states with yeah. people
0: from up north that have boston accents
2: or new york yeah. accents yeah. yeah or if you've had a few too many drinks i think yeah. then I, you know the kiwi comes, <laughs> the out. comes yeah. out yeah but i feel like if um someone from back home heard me they would be like you don't sound kiwi yeah yeah
0: jane and what's your
2: Um, Well, I was actually born in Bangkok,
1: Thailand. Um, I moved to Australia when I was three years old, and I grew up in Brisbane, Australia. So, yeah, not a major city, but it's still...
0: No, I think that's one of the ones people (laughs) in the States know about. Okay. There's only about, what, four or five cities Mm -hmm. in Australia that people know about. Mm -hmm. So what bothers you the most about living in the U.S.?
1: (laughs) I mean, how honest can we be? Let's go. (laughs) Give give us a list. Keeping it 100, that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah, you need to. Um... I find some. I'm not going to say all because it's not. But some Americans are very extra with their things, and I feel like it doesn't need to be that way. I
2: don't know. Maybe in Australia we're kind of dramatic,
0: more make a big deal out of yeah, nothing.
2: yeah. <laughs> like we're super chilled, so yeah. like not, nothing like really gets to us. Yeah. So like we think, but I think it's funny. Like I think it's funny too. Like watching how people react. I'm like, why does why does that bother them so much? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think that's one thing that we've noticed, just because in Australia people are so laid back. Um, and chill when we come here and we're like oh whoa, like that's so that's, that's just not even something to get mad about or an issue but yeah that's one thing that i've noticed
0: what was the toughest thing you had to adjust to when you came to the u.s maybe there was a certain type of food you were missing or the guys were really different or <laughs> we, you know, i don't know go anywhere with
2: it. well like, actually yeah the guys are very different yeah but that was a positive thing like that wasn't a hard adjustment more <laughs>
0: aggressive here
2: Yeah, which I think is really nice because back home in Australia, you know, guys are very standoffish and like they're nowhere near as forward here. If a guy likes what they see or they're interested, they'll let you know, which is nice. Like it's, you know, it's very straight up direct approach. Yeah. Um, And one thing I've noticed is... um, Guys in Australia, if they hit you up and you don't write back,
1: they'll just drop it. Whereas here, if you don't hit them back, they'll be like, excuse me, hi, question mark, question Persistence. mark. Persistence. Yeah,
2: eight <laughs> messages later, yeah. like, hey, how are you going? And you know what? Sometimes it actually works. Yeah. on the eighth time, you're like, you know what? This guy, okay, I kind of like him.
1: And <laughs> yeah, and they're very persistent. But you know what? If the roles were reversed and a girl did that,
2: they'd be like, oh, this girl is crazy. This girl is crazy. Like, why is she hitting me up? and no? Yeah, and like, she doesn't get the hint. Whereas, like, guys don't get the hint. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, they like to they like to drink a little bit over there, and you know we like to drink here. But Mm -hmm. where, where do you think it's it's a little more? Where are they more wild?
2: Um, I think that here the drinking culture drink people drink like all the time, whereas there I think they have a really big culture of like binge drinking. So mm-hmm. like people drink like excessively. Although you kind of get that here in Chicago as well, people just write themselves off. Yeah, and, but <laughs> any occasion off.
1: they'll just write themselves off. You know, yeah. like they have any like sort of occasion, St. Patty's Day, um, like any- National like, Donut Day, National hit. Pancake they Day. <laughs> look for a like, reason yeah, to they look yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Um, in Australia, the, we have like this thing called Mad Monday which is um, like the after a rugby grand final or a AFL grand final, like any kind of sporting grand final, um, they'll do this Mad Monday where they just get so drunk and get dressed up. It's yeah, pretty cool. it's pretty cool. It's fun. I so mean, we're
0: going to play a game today uh, while we record the podcast. We have a bottle of Patron Silver. And anytime you speak with an Australian accent, you have to drink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's get lit. So here's,
0: here's the first one.
1: Cheers. So, are we drinking this whole thing or a Do
0: that Aussie Aussie thing. What's that?
1: Aussie Aussie Aussie. 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 Oi, oi, oi. 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 (laughs) There you go.
0: To that. salute. Oh,
1: okay. So, we are drinking the whole thing. Oh, yeah.
0: That's a shot, (laughs) Shane.
2: I'm glad that we Ubered here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I knew you guys Ubered. So, I have a question. I've never asked the few Australian people that I know. Australia is a deadest colony. Mm. It was set up. With, like, criminals and people who were sent there from European countries, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know, there's some already mm-hmm. yeah, aborigines there and whatnot, but convicts. Mm-hmm. Can you trace your roots back to convicts and say my great grandfather was a bank robber or something? Like, how far does it go back?
1: Um, it? I don't really know. My father was adopted, so I only know the like my family history from his adopted side I don't know his like actual parents so I know from my dad's side um, but they're originally from Scotland so they migrated they like they were from Scotland they migrated to England and then they came to Australia from there so that's all I know but I don't know what they did what or- they
0: but were they part of the the Criminal element oh, that got yeah, sent there, so or they were there after that. Yeah, I don't know if, if they were if they
1: were settlers or if they were convicts, because mm. two types of people came over to Australia yeah. during that time: the settlers, so there were the people, the farmers, the people who worked, and they were free; that they, they weren't um, convicts. And then the convicts came over who built the roads, the buildings. And when, and,
0: what years approximately was Australia established?
2: <laughs> oh, well, this is a history <laughs> uh, We oh. not The last time I learned this was grade five. <laughs> but um, I think these convicts got a really bad rep because back then, like, you could be starving and you stole a loaf of a loaf bread, bread and right, then you and were you sent on that ship. Like, right. I mean, you're not a hardened criminal. You're hungry. Mm, yeah, you're so hungry. Like,
0: you weren't raping and, yeah, no, and pillaging, pillaging and stuff the like the that. Villages. So I
2: think, obviously, there were some bad people that came yeah. through, but I think a majority were, like, you we're know, we're just them. desperate. yeah Yeah. like it was hard times there so it was probably a blessing it was a blessing because they got to come to a
1: new country they eventually served out their sentence and got to live as a free man in australia in a new land
2: but i feel like also i've read some stories about it like those early settlers like coming from england to australia it was like torture because it's very hot yeah lots of dangerous animals there was nothing yeah the aboriginals as well they had to fight with them
0: so Jane plays quarterback for the Chicago Bliss. Mm-hmm, I um, do. <laughs> she, let's start with you, Jane. You bounced around the league a little bit. You've been in, what, Atlanta, LA? And
1: then Chicago, yeah. So um, I obviously didn't start at quarterback in Atlanta. <laughs> um, but So I played uh, running back, and I was their backup quarterback. I actually never got any reps as a quarterback in a game situation. But I did play running back, um, which I didn't mind. It was my first year in the league in the US, so I was fine sitting back. Learning from the starters ahead of me. Um, But then the opportunity came up where I had the chance to go to LA and actually start as a quarterback. So I was like, in my mind, um, I flew all the way here. There's no point me sitting on the bench and taking second rep, like second team reps. So I moved to LA and I got the start um, and that's where I reunited with Quincy.
0: (laughs) Where did you guys first meet?
2: Well, we actually played against each other in LFL Australia. So I played for the state that I lived in, which was New South Wales. She played for Queensland Mm -hmm. and my team won.
1: Uh, yeah. I have to it was the, so it was the opening game. So we played in the opening, like to open up the season, yeah. we, we were the yeah. opening game. Because Queensland and New South
2: Wales are rivals. Yeah, and yeah. it's Big really rivalry. funny because yeah, huge rivalry. Um, I'd only ever seen photos of Jane like <laughs> through league advertising, and I've called her Pocahontas. And I was saying to our defense, like, take Pocahontas' head it off. Fits, it fits, <laughs> Yeah, and it's so funny. Like, I wanted them to kill Pocahontas, and now it's my job to protect her. So it's like, funny and I'm like, always like, how the tables have turned. no <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Quincy, you started out playing in uh, Australia, and then what's been your path to the Chicago Bliss?
2: Uh, Okay, yeah, so I had a great season, my first season in Australia, um, and I absolutely loved the sport. So I trained really hard for the second season, which was canceled, unfortunately, and I took a whole year off, and I was kind of contemplating what I wanted to do, and it was either quit playing football for good you know i was getting a little bit older and like deciding what i wanted to do and it was like no i really want to have one more crack at it and it's really funny because a lot of people said you won't be able to compete with the american girls like it's harder and faster and they're stronger and i came out and i was lucky um to start with the la temptation um which was really really cool experience i loved Mm -hmm. living in la um
0: you played for la before jane did no, no same that season. was the season. Same season. Okay. She
2: actually signed with them before I did. So I was still with Atlanta when she got to LA. Okay. Yeah, so um, I did my first season there and then mm-hmm. um, came out to Chicago.
0: So how did you guys get involved in football, American football? How did you even know the rules when you started playing or you didn't
1: I didn't at all I mean my dad loves American football he does a lot of he's into seafood so he does a lot of stuff in Seattle and Boston you've probably heard of the Boston seafood show I yeah. don't know if you have yeah, yeah so my dad used to go to that he used to have a booth there all the he's time he's a
0: seafood distributor right
1: yes yes so he um he spends a lot of time in Seattle and Boston so he loves the Seahawks and the Patriots so Interesting. he watched yeah so he would watch that a lot and I would see him watch it but I never really got into it and then my best friend back home in Australia Alicia her auntie started like an, a league kind of similar to LFL but it's like more of a social setting kind of thing they need more players and they asked me to come out and play and I was like yeah sure why not and I went out and played and I enjoyed it and I loved it and then the LFL came out to Australia I tried out and made the team
2: so that's how I got into it mm mine was completely random i was doing an obstacle course it was like a five kilometer like you know you go through the mud you jump over the fire whatever and i was in the beer garden at the end and i had this (laughs) and it was like a spartan where i had this like big spartan hat on i was covered in mud and someone came up to me and they said you look like you'd be good at playing american football and i was like well i don't even know what that is um and so i went and started playing for a local team they were recruiting for a local team and i trained with them for like two or three months and then the LFL came out so I trialed with a couple of hundred other girls and I made the starting 40 and then I got a contract with yeah you know, with my state so it was just really random yeah so it mm-hmm. was mine
0: next thing you know you're the female Rob Gronkowski <laughs>
2: exactly. Quincy
0: plays tight end yeah. and, for, and for saying beer gotten the way you said it we gotta, <laughs> gotta do a shot when you heard the word NFL what what did you think of did you know any players like did anybody come to mind or teams or like what came to mind when you heard the word NFL back when you were in Australia
2: you know what it's really funny because all the girls that started playing football with me at the same time no one knew so everyone like everyone was like what's your team what's your team i was like I don't know any the only nfl player i knew was reggie bush because he dated <laughs> kim kardashian and i was like he is this so is fine. the stuff i'm
0: talking about i want to know what leaves the country and yeah, that's it right yeah, there that's what Yeah. Leads. so
2: that was for me like i was like that was a player that i knew and i thought that he was obviously very attractive so i was like and he was playing for the miami dolphins so i picked the miami dolphins as my team then and i got like the miami dolphins hat and i was like and then I came to And he to wasn't
0: even very good with the Dolphins at no, all. No, and
2: the Dolphins weren't that good. And I yeah. you know, like yeah. got to America and I realized that I'd made a facial error.
1: Yeah. And you know what's funny? One Sunday, my dad was watching a game. And I saw him watching. It was the Chargers versus someone. I can't remember who it was. And this was a long time ago. This was 2007. LaDainian Tomlinson was the running back for the Chargers at the time. And he was and great. And he was amazing. I think he just came off an MVP season. Yep. Um, and I watched this one play, he got, they handed the ball off to him and he like did this little juke spin move thing and scored and I was just like, whoa, I was like, who is this guy? And I asked my dad about him and like, I was young then, so um, I put on my MySpace page that I love, LaDainian (laughs) Tomlinson.
0: (laughs) Uh, Shout out to MySpace. I actually saw a story about LaDainian Tomlinson where they went back to the hometown in Texas where his family's from Mm -hmm. and they went to the house where his family were actually living as slaves. And he was there, and he was, like, very moved. It was it was That's one of the crazy. more interesting shows I've seen. Because he
1: went to TCU, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, I remember. She
0: knows her stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so what motivated you to move across the world and play a sport that they don't pay women to play? Anywhere in the world, as far as I know, mm-hmm. women don't get paid to play American football. Yeah. What motivated you? Like, besides wanting... I mean, you could have done that in Australia. Why? Mm-hmm. What made you make such a big move?
1: I actually had a rough first two games in the LFL and I actually ended the season a lot better than how I started and then the season ended And then the league ended, and I felt a little bit unfinished. I was in university at the time trying to finish my business degree. I had a year left, and, yeah, I just felt unfinished. And a couple of the coaches from America had actually reached out to me and said, hey, have you ever considered coming to America to play? And I never had it until that point, so they had invited me over to meet with a couple teams. So I did, like, a little tour like if you want to say it. So I went, I met with Atlanta, Omaha, Las Vegas and Toledo um, because I played with Tamar in Australia. So I actually knew her and she played for Toledo at the time. She was like, yeah, come over. So I I came over, I met with Atlanta, Omaha, Las Vegas and Tui was actually the head coach of Las Vegas at the time. So that's how I knew Tui and then that's how he invited me out to LA. So he had already seen me play or seen me train. Um, So I ended up picking Atlanta. Um, It was my favorite out of all of them. And I was a little bit nervous because I was doing my business degree online while I was in America. So, I, you know, I just thought I would just go out there for one season and see how I do, see how I compare to everyone. Just because I just felt so unfinished and I was like, you know what, I want to see how I compare to the American girls, like the
2: the most elite. Yeah, I, I mean, mine's completely different. It was just so random. Like, I don't have any, like, specific, like, I was, you know, building an online business and I had a boyfriend and my life back home was like really great. And I just like woke up and I was like, I don't know, like I just wanna like go out there. And at the time my boyfriend, he was like super supportive. He was like, go and do it, go, like, go out for a season. You know, you loved playing, like get it out of your system. And I came over, like I just like kind of put everything on ice. It was like a very quick turnaround. And like within like a couple of weeks, I was like, I don't ever wanna like go home permanently. Like I was like, I love it here. I love playing, I yeah. love the girls, I love the people. Um, So I kind of knew right away, like, I wanted to keep going.
1: Mm -hmm. Same with me. The lifestyle was just amazing. Being able to train and go to practice. And, like, that was my entire life was so amazing. I just knew straight away I was like, this is what I want to do.
0: So let's talk about Jacinda Barkley's recent article. You guys didn't read that? Marissa showed it to me.
2: I know. I haven't seen it.
0: My girlfriend Marissa is a teammate of theirs. And Jacinda was her quarterback before Jane came mm-hmm. and Jane is uh, Jacinda is also from Australia and her background
2: and She was Quincy's quarterback Yeah so I played with her my first season In Australia? Yeah in we, Australia. Played, we won okay. the yeah, championship she, together
0: So she wrote an article in something that basically reminded me of the Players Tribune if you're familiar mm-hmm. with that Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was something similar to that for different athletes I guess and she criticized the league for exploiting women you know some of the stuff you guys have heard before Mm -hmm. she thinks that it exploits women what do you guys think?
2: Um, I think that there are some elements like no system is perfect so there are some elements where you could say that um, our time and energy is exploited but Not a lot of women's sports pay. We know what we're getting into coming into this. It's not paid and we're not forced. So they're not exploiting us because we choose to play and we love playing and we love the bonds that we have with uh, the girls that we play with. Um, Obviously, we would love to get paid and a lot of women in all sports would love to get paid. But I think that um, to say that it's exploiting us, no. Um, obviously, we put a lot of time and effort into it and we spend our own money making mm. it happen. But we do it, like, especially Jane and I, like, we have a very specific goal. We're building our brands. We're living in a different country. We're meeting new people. We have some amazing experiences. So, for us, we're making the most of a really cool opportunity. So, you can look at it like, oh, I'm getting exploited, but... Yeah, yeah that's exactly.
1: It's a platform and we're utilising that platform to build, like, to build ourselves up and to build our careers up for, for when we do stop playing. So, I have no complaints. No one's holding a gun to our head and saying you have to wear this this is the most elite league for what we're trying to do currently and yes they're not paying us but you know what i want to play with the best of the best and that's just what it is
0: i think it's interesting that people think it's in some way sexually exploitive there's many women's I mean as far as like what you wear mm-hmm. and they market it in a kind of sexy way or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. They used to call it the lingerie league. Mm-hmm. A lot of female sports dress the same, it's just not marketed the same way. You have track and field and volleyball, mm-hmm. they, they don't wear much when Gymnastics, they play. Gymnastics, Nobody has an issue with any of those sports, but people talk about this like, oh my God, it's so.
1: And that's the difference. Like if you yeah. want to play in the outdoor league, you're more than welcome as long as you have the funds. I think
0: there's some type of major like a, crime going on right like now.
2: there's a bank yeah, they need or or There's a
0: bombing or something. <laughs> there's sirens that will not stop <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to record this. It's tough to keep it a hondo.
2: And no one's forcing us to wear that uniform. If you want to play full kit, there are full kit leagues out there. So anyone who's saying they're exploiting us because of the uniform, you don't have to wear it. There are other leagues you can play in if you love playing football. Um, But the
1: difference is you have to pay $500 a season to play. You have to buy your own equipment. You have to buy your own airfares and traveling to go to those away games and everything like that. Whereas this league, they provide everything for us. We don't have to spend money to travel. They pay for all of our expenses when we have away games.
0: So. This might border on the line of being exploitive. You can get cut from the league for being too fat or too skinny. That's correct, right?
2: Yes. In, in a way, yes. In if, a way. You're if you're ding, out, of shape. out of shape. Yeah. But the league is very At- fast-paced. So if you're not fit and you're not working out and you're not like making your body strong and fast you're not going to be able to compete in the league anyway so you're not going to be able to start
1: yeah and they don't just cut you straight away they'll give you like they'll be like um they'll he- contact your head coach they'll be like hey this girl is out of shape um we're going to reevaluate her situation in two weeks so she has two weeks to you know kind of get into shape get it together <laughs> yeah, leading into yeah the- so they don't just cut you straight away they give you an opportunity to and it developed to, yeah. from
2: models running around as a halftime show to a very athletic league. league yeah. um, so, you know, they're trying to attract girls who are very athletic. And there are girls, if you watch the league, there are uh, big girls, there are small girls. Everyone's got a different body shape. I'm not small at all. Like,
0: mm-hmm. so
2: like, so And I play on the line, so obviously I'm a little bit bigger than like a lot of the players. You're a beast, Quincy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, yeah. I, I mean, as long as you look like you're lifting weights, you're,
1: you're working out. Athletic, I yeah. And... It is a big difference between seven on seven arena to 11 on 11 full field. I've played both and I noticed when I was out there with the 11 on 11 girls, you know, like I was, my conditioning was a lot better. I was a lot faster than them. If I could get to the edge, then I knew that they were beat. So if they did come and play for the LFL, they would notice that it's a lot faster paced game. So. But it
0: it isn't about being able to run a mile in a certain amount of time. It's about the way you look.
2: Yeah. It's about the way you look more than. And you're wearing a a uniform that is very exposing. So, I mean, if you look good, you feel good. I think you play good. I think it kind of flows on. Like, you know what the uniform is going in. So you're not going to run. I'll
0: be honest though. Some of the worst shaped guys are some of the best players in the NFL. I mean, certain positions, Yeah, yeah, you true. know, Offensive linemen there. the way they look. Some of the guys who are big, muscly guys aren't always the best at what they do either. But
2: those guys that are really good in the NFL that have those big bodies, they still work out yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, they're still very athletic. They're strong. Ethic, yeah. they're, they're lifting and stuff. They're not literally just going from the couch to playing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. They are still working really hard, but their body type is very different. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a good point. So I mean, you got like I mean, each individual. I don't know specific girls who haven't, but I know in Australia there was a girl that was cut, like was told she couldn't play on game day, and there was a lot of stuff leading up, and there was a whole lot of uproar about it. And I remember seeing her afterwards, and she had this giant bag of McDonald's, and she was stuffing her face, and I just thought,
0: (laughs) drink, you got to drink. You just said (laughs) McDonald's.
1: No, we say Macca's. You guys <laughs> say Mickey D's, we say Macca's. Yeah,
2: so... Um, well, I don't even have a drink right now. Yeah, I might have to let's refill. All right, I'll fill you up.
0: But let's talk about the unstoppable force that's known as the fans. <laughs> Jacinda referred to them in her article. I keep going back to this article mm-hmm. because it was it was interesting. You know, she shed, shed some light on some things. She mentioned how the fans it's like their first time being around women of your caliber. So it gives them a chance to meet beautiful women, be around beautiful women and maybe gives them confidence. She kind of spoke about it in a, positive way. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I think that like our feedback and our interaction with the people who follow us has been really, really cool. Like I think that they're really appreciative that we get back to like we try and get back to as many people as we can. I mean we don't have the followings that some people do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think we have a great fan base. Like Quincy and I was it was our first season in Chicago last year and after our first home game we did the autograph signing with the fans which we do after every home game and there were people there with signs with 15 and 20 and I was like we're new here and we didn't even know that we had fans in Chicago and it was just so amazing it was like one of the best feelings ever I was just like wow they know us they know who we are we came here it's our first year here in Chicago a new town new city new team and we have some like there's people out there who yeah. really are fans
2: of us one thing I would say about fans or sports fanatics in America is you guys are like crazy like it's so funny yeah, you guys get I love so it. into it's it it's worse
0: than the Aussie fans
2: it's so different like you guys are so involved in your sport everyone has the merchandise yeah. Every like everyone's talking about it. it's like so ingrained like being yeah. a part it's a like, big
0: part like, of the pop culture it's like a family like,
2: yeah. of, like oh you support this team oh like, we're, like we have that yeah. kinship like it's totally different back home. Yeah, it is, and you it's know, a kinship. Yeah, and you know what I did realise that is when Quincy
1: and I we went to Buffalo, New York, we wanted to see Niagara Falls. So we went to a Bills game while we were out there and oh, those it was, fans are nuts. They're crazy. It was snowing, it was raining, it was freezing. Cold. They were out there tailgating. They're like Shirts off. Yeah, shirt, they were just crazy. They're like, no matter what, we're out here supporting our Bills. And they're not even a winning team, let's be no. honest. And they've you never know, won a Super Bowl. Exactly. I mean, they've been in four, but didn't they lose all of them? Yeah. <laughs> all sorry, four in a touchy in a row. subject. Um not for me. <laughs> but yeah, so they were out there and it was freezing and it was snowing and it was raining. It was just crazy. And they were still out there. They're out there every single home game. This and is for the bu-
0: to the Buffalo Bills. To
1: the Buffalo to the Bills. To another
0: <laughs> so losing season.
1: Whereas in Australia, if you go to a rugby game and there's a slight drizzle, there's no one in the stands. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone's staying at home.
0: So the coaching in the LFL. You have Coach Hack coaching the Bliss. He has a strong background. Uh, Played at Indiana, coached in the Arena League. He has a great coaching resume. Do all the coaches in the LFL have this type of background or do you feel like it differs from team to team? Because some of these teams that go out there look like very unprepared.
2: Yeah. I 100% think that we're very blessed to obviously be in Chicago. We have the Hack Pack, um, the boy band that we (laughs) call our coaching staff here. We have seven or eight coaches in Chicago. Yeah, which is which is
1: unheard of. Especially, I've been I've bounced around a few teams and I can tell you that's unheard of.
2: I was fortunate in Australia. We had a really great coaching staff. They all had a really, really, really cool history with football, even though they were in Australia. And I had a specific O-line coach who I absolutely loved, Miz, and like it was very specific. And then when I went to LA, I didn't have any one-on-one coaching. Um, so it was very different. I think that the offensive coach in L.A. didn't have a football background. No, I think he didn't. Was, he's never played football in his life. He's a baseball player. It wasn't that specific. So coming back to Chicago, we yeah. have um, a really cool tight end coach, which is good because we get that specific work. Yeah. Well, when I was in Atlanta, um, all
1: of the coaches there did have a football background. The head coach, Dane, he went to the University of Buffalo, and he also played in the Arena League. And same with his assistant coaches. They all were in somewhat of a high level of football. So it was very... Um, Organized and prepared there. Um, when we did go to LA, like Quincy said, the OC didn't have a football background, so it was hard for him to relate to us on a football perspective. Just because he's never played before, he tried to give me advice on being a quarterback, but didn't had never played the position. He had an arm. Because he was he played baseball, yeah. um, but had never Two played very the Yeah, things. it was very different. So coming to Chicago and having Coach Pike, who obviously played at Purdue and then played in the Arena League, he ha- actually played the position. So he could relate to you and empathize, and that was just so much better having someone on your side. Obviously, Hack yells at me a lot. You guys probably saw her in the film <laughs> last year. Um, but having him on my side um, at practice was really good because. It's hard when you haven't played the position to understand what you're going through.
0: So I just got a notification on my phone that the active shooter at the YouTube headquarters was a female and she's been killed.
1: Wow. So
0: that leads me to the question, what do you guys think coming over to the US and just seeing all this mass shootings going on? Like, is this, does this happen over there? I mean, I know it doesn't happen to this level, but.
1: Well we'll give you some history on Australia. Australia actually had one of the biggest massacres in the world in yeah. in, in world history, right? It was still to this day the biggest yeah. massacre. After that massacre, they banned guns in Australia and we've never had anything like that so ever since. So they abolished them, the gun law changed. They, yeah. they everyone had
2: to hand back back in. The gun laws are
0: like they are in the UK. Yeah, where like, like nobody, nobody has. You can have
2: nobody. A, like if yeah. you're a licensed, like you go and get a gun license, you can have like a registered rifle or you're you're a hunter, you live on a farm, those kind of things, but you can't go into any store and buy a gun like no one has guns no one has them in their houses like it's just yeah, it's, it's very it's, uncommon for us like it's that's one thing like and i mean we respect america and how you guys do things that's how you do it so like we're not here to try and say, yeah
1: but it is very shocking it, it is a culture shock to come here and see multiple school shootings since i've been here there was actually one in carolina when i was in atlanta my parents were really worried when they saw that on the news and though i was like you know carolina is a Fair distance away from Atlanta, but still they're very worried, and it's yeah, it was just so crazy that after all of these multiple school shootings, multiple like massacres, and there, there's still nothing has changed to the gun laws or anything like that. It's just it's, it's I don't know. I mind. think
0: maybe you have to stop making the people that are responsible for the shooting stop making them a superstar on TV. Maybe you don't announce their name Yeah, these yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they, they, they're they want to make a name, they want to become famous or infamous. Yeah. And they succeed every time.
2: It's quite interesting that you said it was a female, because I feel like, I don't know what the history stats are, but I feel like That's a female, very uncommon. it's yeah, very, very uncommon, uncommon for a female, she lost her shit. Yeah, <laughs> someone did her wrong. Was out there you know like, what, it probably wasn't even anything to do with mess shooting, he was probably shagging someone in the YouTube Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's
0: probably what it don't was. Don't mess with her. You got She's, a yeah. drink though, you just said shagging. Oh, oh okay. Nobody in the U.S. says shagging.
2: Oh, we were actually just talking about this the other day. Like, uh, what kind of words words that that we use to, like, refer to, like, sex.
1: Yeah, like, so what do you guys got? Root. We say root. root? Oh, you rooted her? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or are you going to get a root tonight? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've heard heard it used
0: as, like, guys will refer to their penis as their root. Oh, well, maybe oh, that's I've heard. Maybe that. that's where Did
2: it you yeah, maybe. But yeah. that's yeah. not
0: common either. But I've heard that. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's
1: huge in Australia. We Everyone have a lot of funny,
2: funny words that you guys don't use. Yeah. You
0: guys use like banged, smashed, yeah. those Yeah, uh, nice.
1: that's more American.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I think you would still say, yeah, we banged. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. They would hit, use the K. word. hit that, you hit that, <laughs> stuff like No, right, that's American. All that <laughs> stuff, you don't use any of that. We use F U C K. Yeah.
0: I think the whole world knows
2: that. Yeah, I think that's the general. Um, and make love. Don't of forget course, that. One. Don't forget
0: of that. Course.
1: Okay, I really have to pee, like really bad. With-
0: so Jane's back. Uh, she she just went and peed in the men's room.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Desperate times. <laughs> That's
0: right. So is getting paid the end goal?
2: Not somewhat. Somewhat. Not for us because I feel like we have maybe one. Two maybe years left in the league and we can see how the league is developing and how they're rebranding themselves and how they're selling individual teams so eventually each team will be privately owned and that owner will pay girls that's probably going to be outside of our era yeah. so you feel
0: like you're pioneers you're setting the ground we're, we're setting the or, groundwork for future yeah.
2: generations our daughters down the track will probably <laughs> be able to be play, yeah. paid if they wanted to play in this sport which is fine with us but we are using the platform to get paid by sponsors doing different like, social
1: media influencing
2: those mm-hmm. type of things like we, we are trying to monetize our time here but yeah. not through the league and itself.
1: obviously if Chicago gets bought next season then that will change our mind on things you know we'll be like okay well maybe we will you know for how a many right. Right. seasons yes, can yes. we right. squeeze <laughs> out yeah right. like
2: as it stands we probably wouldn't continue to play long term but if things with are, the way it's going because yeah. we we can't
1: afford but the time that you have to put into this league to play a season is It's a lot of time and effort and it's hard to you know, like work and do other stuff when you have, like, you know, if you need to go to of town to do an event or something and you have practice Sunday and Wednesday, it's hard to go out for the week. You know, you have to fly out Sunday night after practice, come back in Wednesday morning and it's tiring, you know, like I do that a lot with my boyfriend living out of town and it is very tiring, so it is hard. So at the rate that it's going, I don't see m- many more years for me, but if the team does get bored and they take care of us better, then, you know, that obviously changes a lot of things. Yeah.
0: You're basically the Satchel Paige and Jackie Robinson of the league, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Does that mean know. anything? Yeah, I lo- I've seen the movie Forty Two. Oh, so okay. You know who Jackie I lo- Robinson. Yeah, is. I do I know right. who Jackie Robinson is.
0: All right, we've reached the Keeping It a Hundo segment of the show.
1: <laughs>
0: I hope you're ready, cause you, you, there's no, there's no bullshit now. You, okay. you can't give these roundabout explanations. I need explanations. another shot. I need another shot. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. We got plenty left. So keep it a hundo with me. Okay. If you were a stripper, what would your stage name be? Quincy, you're first.
2: Coco. <laughs> yes, don't say her.
0: I'm surprised it's not Cinnamon.
2: <laughs> I do love Cinnamon, but I think her name turned out to be Poison. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, her name did turn out to be Poison. I don't think I would be a Poison. I'm definitely a Coco. <laughs> I haven't even thought of mine, I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, um, I didn't think of that as my stripper name. You it? think about you know that I, while I pour her another mine's shot. Mine's gonna be Jelly.
0: Jelly, jelly Jane? <laughs> oh, jelly? just jelly.
2: Je- <laughs> Jane, got the, Jane got the
1: jelly. <laughs> no, because yesterday was peanut butter and jelly day. Did you see the interview with LeBron and Dwayne Wade?
0: Mm. I did not.
1: Oh, okay. So like, there was an interview with LeBron and Dwayne Wade, and LeBron was, uh, Dwayne Wade was like, "Um, Oh, you're peanut butter, I'm jelly. Um, Oh, I heard
0: them call each other that. Yeah,
2: yeah. yes. It was funny. And Jane wanted to be jelly, and I wanted to be peanut butter. We're like, Oh, okay. So we're peanut butter and jelly. It's fine. Like we didn't have to fight over it. I was like, I'm definitely peanut butter. Listen,
0: you don't (laughs) want to be known as being easily spreadable.
2: (laughs) Yeah, jelly Jane. (laughs) All
0: right. Which teammate would you hate to be stuck in a car with on a road trip? and why. Good How share. many
1: of our teammates watch this show? No. <laughs> Cheers mate. You want a little bit? Oh yeah, I'll have a little bit. I guess I should join the crew. A little mini one?
2: <laughs> yeah, a little mini one, a half one.
1: great. So
0: there's nobody to throw under the bus?
2: Matt Pike. No. <laughs> <laughs> Quarterback coach. At Quarterback <laughs> coach, just keeping it at 100. Like he would probably um, be driving all over the road. Uh,
0: which teammate spends the most time getting ready? Hogs the mirror. Because I know you guys don't have a big locker room.
1: I think Telly. Yeah, Telly, probably Chrissy. Yeah, I can telly, see that. Yeah, they've they've mm-hmm. got like a really
2: cool beauty routine. Yeah, but they like, have, I've, yeah, their makeup is bomb.
1: And yeah, they just, they, they're always the last ones in the yeah. in the bathroom when we're all trying to get ready for photos and stuff like that. <laughs>
0: white christmas or sunny christmas because you guys christmas. have
2: well we've never had a white christmas oh, we, we were supposed to have a white christmas this year but we ended up having to go home so i've only ever had a sunny one i mean yeah. it rained at christmas but at
0: I home want, is what 70 sunny. 80 degrees uh,
2: like, like 100,
0: 100. <laughs> that's crazy so we
2: have the opposite season it's summer in yeah. australia like, so like
1: you, your guys's christmas tree is you know like a nice pine tree ours is a fan
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, we yeah, we really like we want to we do a white yeah, we really want to a Christmas. We were thinking we were going to have a white Christmas at Richie. She ordered yeah. us all like ugly jumpers, the dilly jumpers. Yeah, dilly the jumping. ugly
1: sweaters. De- were you
0: in Detroit for Christmas this year?
2: No, oh, I was
1: yeah. in Australia, uh, Thailand. Thailand. I was in Thailand oh, for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was back home with my family, which was cool. You know, I love my family, but I really want to spend a white Christmas here. I want to do New
2: York yeah. with like the floor to ceiling windows and the snow and go. Yeah, well, actually, I actually spent Christmas in New York a couple years
1: ago with my family, but it didn't snow it was raining it didn't snow so it wasn't a white christmas but it was still beautiful we went to the rockefeller center it was it was nice but it wasn't snowing
0: are either you related to crocodile dundee
2: <laughs> I, mean, I mean i'm mean, i half asian so i don't think so yeah. <laughs> my grandma looks like a croc <laughs> <laughs> no unfortunately not all
0: right next question which teammate talks the most shit on the field
2: Shabria? No. (laughs) No, but talks a shit on the field. She talks shit like all the time. time,
0: But she keeps it going on the field?
2: Um, No, on the field, probably. Like what's well, the defensive line? Like this is like the D line territory. Like O line yeah. doesn't talk shit. Offense don't really talk shit. Telly. I think. Yeah, yeah, Telly, telly sure. Marissa, Kristen. I mean, I don't know yeah. if Kristen even opens her mouth. No, does Mar- Marissa so. talk shit? I don't know because I've already got gone yeah, against. Yeah, well, I mean, at practice she does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you would know better than I do because you go up against the D line. I wouldn't. She talks shit at
0: home. I'll tell you that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny.
0: What's the creepiest thing a fan has said to you? I know that they tell you at least three times a week that you can tackle me anytime. Oh, I've seen do. that on the comments, on Marissa's, on anybody. I
2: actually have friends back home who, when they're feeling really down, they go to my page and they read the comments and, <laughs> say check them up and they're like, what are these people? Okay, on? this guy
1: actually messaged me and he said, I will pay you to sniff your feet after a workout.
0: There you go. That's, that's the type of stuff I'm... That's... You just earned a free shot.
1: Yeah. That's how you keep it a hundo, Jane. Yeah, yeah and I'm like, wait. We need so- more sm-
0: feet sniffing conversations. <coughs> That's creepy.
1: And I said to him, I'm like, well, if I could send that smell through mail, then pay up.
0: Send him some some socks. <laughs> Ship him some socks, but charge him. Tell them the PayPal you pay. Well, price. actually,
1: there's a guy in Miami
2: who will pay for our underwear after a game.
0: Oh, I believe that. <laughs> I, of course he's in Miami.
2: And you do not want those underwear after, after a, a game. game you know, not only is it sweaty, but we have fake tan front. Like, you know, we tan up before the game. They look like... It's like...
0: I'm pretty sure Marissa doesn't tan before the game. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, no. And you know yeah, yeah. what's actually funny? This is the first time in Chicago we're trying to get a, like a tanning sponsor before the game you get tanned up, but there's about three of us that need a tan in Chicago, <laughs> and that's it, so like, we're kind of a minority. Yeah, yeah. Chicago. <laughs>
0: Chicago's roster is a little darker than other teams.
2: Yeah, yeah. but we love that's that. That's why it's so bomb. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you're
0: the best team in the league. How does Reggie feel about the fans? Reggie is uh, Jane's boyfriend.
1: Yes, um, he, (laughs) I mean, I show him some of the messages and he thinks it's funny, Um, but he knows at the end of the day that I'm coming home to him, so it doesn't bother him at all. (laughs) But what are you
0: doing in between? Are you are you yeah. spending time with these fans?
1: I'm monitoring her, don't you? Worry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, only what we have to do with the league. So. I, mean, he, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think he deals with a lot more with fans than we do, so he's probably more equipped. Yeah, to it's do actually it. me going crazy over the fans of him, not the other way around.
0: <laughs> what's the what's the craziest thing you saw a fan write to him?
2: Or um, well, just trying to pretend that their family won. Oh yeah, just girls. Reggie
0: plays in the NBA. You can figure out who he is. There's only so many Reggies in the league. Do the math. <laughs> yeah, map.
1: and they both play for Detroit. Exactly. <laughs> no, just girls writing on his page, like you know, just trying to act like they know him and they're like cool with him and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, mm, he doesn't even follow you, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about follows. It's all about the follow. If he's not following you, he doesn't really know you. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't go on Instagram much, that either, so.
0: Who's your celebrity crush, Quincy? Quincy's single,
1: for those yes. of you out there.
0: Well, actually, um, I did receive an email from a fan. I told some people I was having a couple LFL players on. I did oh. receive an email.
2: Oh, cool.
0: And let me pull was it, it a, up now.
2: Was it yeah. a Kim Hicks <laughs> begging for a date? So I think
0: Quincy just revealed her celebrity crush.
2: Yeah, I do have a, a little bit of a crush. On yeah, you. we actually,
1: on a QA and a that we did not long ago, we did this thing. What was it called? Um, Root... Shoot and marry. Root shoot and marry. Oh, that's fuck kill marry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, so root shoot in and Australia and it's root shoot and marry. That sounds <laughs> better. Yeah, and for Quincy's one we did all Chicago people. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, so what Akeem can you words. give
0: me your root root shoot and what is it? Root shoot Mary? Root shoot and Mary. Root shoot Mary. I can't remember. It was You don't remember?
1: It was Akeem, a Bulls player and
0: Mary was Akeem.
1: Yeah. <laughs> then what? you can have Shoot Who You shooting? Over.
2: You shot Who the Bulls player. player so no, and then I had sex with that rapper. <laughs> <Rich> <laughs> yeah, rapper. This is all oh, this chance, is, the rapper. I <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted him to sing to me. <laughs> this is all he's very,
0: he's very, very different build than Akeem Hicks.
2: Yeah, I know. Uh, That's Akeem why Hicks it's is. only a route.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one night.
0: All right, so this is the email I received from a fan Hey, Quincy, <laughs> I'm a big fan. You're very aggressive on the field. Are you as aggressive off the field? <laughs> I'm 6'3", 325, I'm a big dude, but I'm a teddy bear. Would you ever share a blooming onion with me at the Outback? <laughs> Signed, Huggy Bear.
2: Oh, my oh I God. love Clearly. Huggy Bear. She does, she Do you prefers in 300 plus. So. Yeah, I really, like my type of guy is 300 plus, but athletic, big, like snuggly bears. Teddy bears, big teddy bears. That's, teddy bears. Like that's my all the way. Yeah, so I mean...
0: So he's got a shot.
2: But what's a Blooming Onion?
0: Oh, you're not familiar with the Outback?
2: No, we've never been. So and
0: you know the Outback is like Australian-themed yeah, American we've never been food.
2: Though. Oh, you mean Outback Steakhouse? Yeah. Oh God, that is not Australian. That's American. <laughs> no,
0: no, it's it's Australian-themed, but it's, it's corny American yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. have Blooming Onions in Australia, just letting you guys know.
2: It's oh, an FYI. I'm yeah. pretty sure they don't have <laughs> I mean, everything I'm, on the I'm menu. I am open to free food. <laughs> it's a big
0: onion ring that looks like a flower
2: oh okay i mean yeah Yeah. it sounds like
0: huggy bear's interested though
2: yeah i mean huggy bear watch your instagram i'll
0: give you that off air
2: (laughs) they call cool about
0: (laughs) who would win a steel cage match between the two of you
2: me quincy
0: quincy's got it
2: 100 yeah quincy's
0: got the strength and this
2: does size of d- my job is to protect her. It would be a bit weird if she was stronger than me. Okay. Yeah. I That's mean, fair. I could probably I like Jane... run away for a certain amount of time, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know to catch
1: so, up. Jane <laughs> the case, no She's going. J-
0: Jane, Jane got gift okay, this no. season. Jane got gift this season. Do you guys are you guys familiar with what it means to get gift? No. No. It's when you get like put on a poster or YouTube. That hit on the sideline. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, so Jane know. was
0: part of one of the the biggest hits of the season in the yes. LFL. She on the she's a great runner. End,
1: though. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah, you did, you did. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of times it takes somebody who gives a good hit to make a good hit. Yeah. So you were coming full speed at this girl,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and she lit you up. Yeah, she did. I didn't even see it coming. Like but the thing is that Jane received a ball like it was a fumbled ball, so she was running kind of. Oh, on it wasn't the fumbled. It was just a high snap. It was like, a high my snap. Head. Yeah. Um. And the defense, like the offense, it was kind of a messy play. So she ran into it standing straight up, because that girl wasn't that big. If you Yeah. Had to yeah. Your she shot, definitely
1: got lower than me, and she hit me. I actually busted my lip and chipped my tooth so luckily Allie is a dentist on our team Allie Albert she's a dentist so I was able to go see her the next day to get my tooth fixed but yeah that girl lit me up and I did not see her coming (laughs) I was like off foot and yeah I'm not even gonna lie she she got me.
0: Allie's a dentist during the day and (laughs) chugs beers on the field at night.
2: Yeah Yeah. (laughs) she's bad. She's really yeah. bad. She's actually the girl that's super, like, known in the league. She chugged the bear at halftime, so people probably um, know her. She's super cute, super nice. I love Allie. You I love Allie. Saying.
0: Yeah, and in basketball, the the worst thing that can happen it's to you is to get a gift. Or oh, that, okay. too. Yeah, get yeah. your ankles broke or to get gift. If yeah, you get yeah. put on a poster or a oh, gift and a mm-hmm. dunk, yeah. either one. And
2: yeah. It, I mean, it kind of happened to yeah. you. But yeah. it's, you know. it's all good. I mean, yeah, It's a baptism into the league. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, people know who you are.
0: Yeah. Aussies versus Kiwis. Kiwis. <laughs> who's Who's
2: tougher? Okay, so it depends on what sport, because if we're playing rugby union, which is our national sport, New Kiwis Zealand... Kiwis do dominate. Australians Donut. have won. We dominate and, yeah. the world, though. Like, we win the World Well, Cup. it's
1: Australian and Kiwis. It's always them in the finals in the Rugby World Cup.
0: Australia has a lot more people than New Zealand, right? But that's how
2: yeah. one sport, like rugby league... Uh, I'm not sorry, rugby... Yeah. Is rugby, yeah, rugby, union. rugby so, union. So,
0: top three sports in Australia rugby, rugby,
1: cricket, and AFL. AFL. We actually, Australians actually, whereas in New
2: Zealand, it's rugby. Netball. AFL is Australian football.
0: Australian, Australian football,
2: rules football, yeah. yeah. And in New Zealand it's just rugby union, rugby league and netball. But What's netball? the difference
0: between rugby rugby union and rugby? Uh,
1: rugby league have 13 players aside. rugby union have 15, there's slightly different rules. Okay. A little but bit faster. Yeah, rugby okay. union, so how it started back in the day, rugby league was like the amateur sport and rugby union was the professional. So rugby union is known as the, the more elite, the more classy rugby, but now it's It's just, it's. But rugby union
2: in my country, like, live, breathe, die by it. Like, like, the Rugby World Cup. The All Blacks is our team. That's the name of the team, the All Blacks. I know about them. Yeah, and they. Yeah, and the Wallabies are the
1: the Australian team. And they're always them two uh, in the Rugby World Cup, in anything, the Bledisloe Cup, it's always Australia and New Zealand competing. Best
0: two teams in the world.
1: Best two teams in the world,
2: yeah. Sorry, South Africa. (laughs) So, <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's some fine honeys in South Africa. <laughs> oh, shit. Jane's lit. She's talking about the honeys in South Africa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, a player got suspended in the league for dating another player. Is that correct?
1: Yes, in the LFL. It that is happened? Correct. Who? <laughs> Did
0: she violate an anti-gay rule in the league? Or can you just not date within the league? Because I know... That you have people in the league that date coaches.
2: Yes, I mean I'm not going to comment it because I actually have no idea. Yeah, okay. well I honestly um,
1: I don't know if the league, if it was the fact that it was two girls dating, um, I don't know if that was the reason that they got suspended. But from I what have I know, no there idea are what the league multiple
2: are thinking. lesbian couples within the league. Loads yeah. of them.
1: So I don't. And they didn't get
2: suspended. So
0: why did those two get suspended? I, they're
1: That's the most high-profile. Very play, strange. Two high-profile players in the league. We have no idea
2: what went down. Like what We actually should thinking. find out about that. I don't, yeah. really, I don't know the ins and outs. Yeah, I. But I, I know I, that I there's like, and sometimes I didn't even know, like sometimes you can be on a team with loads of lesbians. They're not like yeah. lesbians like creeping on you, like how guys would be in the locker room. <laughs> trying yeah, to, like, I you mean, know, ch-
1: you know what? They're actually more forward than some guys. I actually went to Gay Pride Weekend in Miami. Unknowingly went with my teammates, and I was the only straight person. Didn't know at the time. Found out when I got there. We drove. We month. drove from Atlanta to Miami. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't know. Um, I found out the hard way. But anyways, oh, that's okay, not good. got dominated.
0: <laughs> What's your death row meal, Quincy? First. Oh,
2: if you knew me, you would know that I am the biggest foodie. Like I don't. Don't have say any- Vegemite. Oh, no, no, no okay. way. No, that's, no, down, no. that's way down the tier. Mm-mm. Um Rolla in Chicago, they have the most amazing prawn pasta. Like, I literally dream about that. Mm-hmm. But then I would also want a side of, fish tacos from yeah. um
0: no you can't you just took italian food and mexican food and mixed but them it's up. our
2: last meal you so can't do it you can have whatever you can want. do you have to pick you do one what meal. you want when you're popping maddie Hunter. No. you, <laughs> you can do what you want when you're about to die <laughs> <When you're laughs> this is what someone told me in australia uh sorry when i got to la and like i my confidence wasn't as like great and like i would get dressed to go out because the girls say like they dress how they want it like how yeah. they want to express they themselves they they want whereas like back home like i would you know i don't know like i analyzed it too much and then i would put on an outfit and i'd be like does this look all right and the girl would be like quincy you do what you want when you're popping okay and she's basically yeah. saying if, yeah. you're, it if is you she's popping quincy if you can do how you can dress however you want exactly so, yeah so, we can so eat if i'm on death away, i'll eat what I'm damn well please so <laughs> you're having
0: like shrimp scampi and shrimp tacos or no something? i'm fish tacos? having what fresh
2: fresh fish fried fish tacos Tacos. from the yeah, taco, from, joint. No, from, um, taco joint no from taco joint oh uh, from sagebrush cantina sagebrush cantina in detroit just okay. a little shout out for you guys so bomb and then i would have lascarola pasta i'll mm-hmm. probably have some guacamole from la pasadita la la it's just on S- ashland, S- ashland just avenue just really
0: mixing shit up right now
2: yeah
0: oh are you having uh, the same meal no mine's
2: slightly okay, different hold on but mine's then. multiple
0: quincy finish up what are you what, what are you having a drink with it
2: um i like a moscow mule i like all the all the drinks, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, I like everything.
0: Keep it with a Moscow meal. Yeah, Moscow all meal, right.
2: that's good.
1: Yeah, okay, so for my final meal, I'm gonna have the eight, eight ounce filet from STK, um, with the side of cream spinach, and also the carne asada tacos from La Pasadita, or with also guacamole from there. And also for dessert, I will have the Godiva cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. Wow.
2: Yeah, and I'll have the banana cream pie one. That's so our final meal.
0: Quincy's surf and Jane's turf. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Seafood But do you know steak. what?
2: Everywhere we go, so if you like don't follow us on social media, Jane and I live together, we train together, we sleep in the same bed. We like, literally we, do everything together. Our, like, a lot of the time people meet us and we'll say things at the same time. So it's like, you guys are twins, but you looked completely different. So yeah. we do everything. So our food tastes like we eat the same food. Like we know. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty much in a relationship with... Quincy and my side, B is Reggie. <laughs> but yeah, we pretty much do everything together. We eat exactly the same. Um, we actually think we're cousins. Um, our lost. parents were adopted in the same area in Australia in the same year. So we actually think we're cousins. Wow,
0: that's long interesting. Loss.
2: Yeah, long lost cousins. Because we have so many similarities. Sisters,
0: cousins, best friends, girlfriends, you yeah, name it. Yeah. it. They're everything. Last question. Out of all your teammates' boyfriends, Who's your favourite?
1: Um, it's obvious, I think it's Maddie Hundo is our absolute (laughs) favourite.
2: Yeah, no (laughs) question about it. Obviously we're keeping it a hundo, I've got (laughs) to say Reggie. Well, obviously I love Reggie because I feel like I'm in a three-way relationship with him. Yeah,
0: Quincy's in a relationship with Reggie, so the vote is split.
2: Yeah, I'm team Reggie, but I'm also team Maddie Hundo. Yeah. I mean, there's only two boys in the boyfriend club. It's not really hard to, like, it's pretty hard to, like, break them down the middle. They've got some great Adrian
0: left us. Adrian was one of the boyfriends in the boyfriend's club.
2: I mean, maybe this year I could add a boyfriend into the club.
0: Anything's possible, Quincy. Anything is possible. (laughs) Hello. Are you out there?
2: Testing. (laughs) It came. Testing. Can you hear me?
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining me, ladies. We're out of here.
2: Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. I'm fully drunk. We need to get some food in
0: us. That was Jane Caldwell and Quincy Hewitt of the Chicago Bliss. They open their season on Saturday, April 14th at 7 p.m. at the Sears Center. That's in Chicago. And they're playing against the L.A. Temptations. And remember, Quincy is single. Feel free to slide in her DMs. You wouldn't be the first. Stay away from Jane, though. Jane's taken. I'll have her information up on Facebook and Instagram when I post this podcast. And for the listeners back home on the naughty North Shore, I do have some Beverly podcasts coming up. I recorded a long one with Jeff Keon, the comedian from Beverly, last week. I'm currently editing it. It will be out soon. So keep an eye out for that one. And lastly, I'd like to thank those of you who continue to share my podcast on social media. My boy London, a.k.a. 50, Anthony G, Zeus's mommy, Dahlia. She was overwhelmed with the reaction from the Zeus podcast. That may have been our most popular podcast so far. Thank you to Sergio, Jules Paul, and of course... Folio Sims and Carpaccio Simmons. Good looking out. See you next time on Keeping It A Hundo.